You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to We're Listening to Podcast, the community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Hello, hello, hello. I just wanted to take a moment before we get into today's episode to just say I love you. Um, I hope you were celebrated, and if you didn't have any one celebrated, I hope you celebrated yourself. Um, and if you didn't hear it already, uh, you can hear it now. I love you. <laughs> so today's episode is a dear friend, and I really just want you to settle in and listen to us um, talk about how this understanding has actually changed her life. I also would like for you to go out, if you haven't, and register for the Letters to See It event. It's going to be on February 25th, um, just where you write a letter and read about how this understanding has actually changed your life. And it's such a good time. There's a, a um, replay of the first event we did online that you can see. Come join us for that moment, February 25th, and that, that feeling of love and gratitude. And um, again, I love you and welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome today, uh, dear friend and colleague, the one and only Dale Addy Jones. How you doing, Dale? I am doing great. All the better for seeing you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so, so much. Dreary California day. You're down the road from me. It's, it's uh, oh, it's cold. Oh, I, you see my hoodie on right now. They won't see it, but I do have a hoodie on because it is oh. it's cold here. Absolutely. Well, I'm not reading your bio because we're friends. So you just <laughs> you tell the people a little bit about yourself uh, and just, yeah, just just let them fall in love. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you already said my name, Del A.D. Jones, and um, I'm a three principles practitioner and I specialize in in the area of codependency and narcissistic abuse. That's my my sweet spot, as, as people like to say. Um, I always think that you, you know, we, we teach what we know or we share what we know. And um, that's something that was very um, led, you know, sort of um, was very present in my life. Um, all through my life until I came across the principles. I worked very hard in therapy for 30 years to try and overcome that codependency. And um, it helped a lot, I will say, um, definitely helped me. But it was coming across the principles that I always say sort of showed me the way out. So that's that's what I love to do, help other people see the way out. <laughs> I love that. Uh, if you're willing to, take me to why that specific. Okay, so... What often happens, doesn't always have to go, but you'll often find that people that have codependent thinking and behavior are the perfect match for somebody that has 
narcissistic thinking and behavior. It would <laughs> so make sense. Yeah. <laughs> the, hand, the, the glove that fits the hand, so, so to speak. So, um, yeah, as, as I say, it's, you know, we, we know that we, in the principles, we know that we're feeling our thinking. So I use the words codependency and narcissistic abuse as a shorthand. I always say I'm not labeling somebody, I'm not diagnosing somebody, but you will find a very predictable set of behaviors under codependency and the same with narcissism. So um, when I use those words, it's again, it's just a shorthand to talk to. Otherwise, I'd be going blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, understood, understood. And so you said the principles were your way out. When did you come across the principles? I first came across it in 2009, um, but I didn't know it was called The Three Principles then. It was a book that Richard Carlson had written before he did all the Don't Sweat the Small stuff. It was called um, Stop Thinking, Start Living. Ah. And I'll actually tell you a funny story about that. <laughs> so anyway, so I was, it was 2009. My marriage was completely falling apart. <laughs> and um, it was, I was going through a very, very difficult time. It was a very, very painful um, separation. And I was on the way back. I'd been visiting my sister in Spain and I was on the way back to California and I had a layover in London or changing planes rather and I started having this sort of anxiety attack on my flight from Madrid to, to London. And I did what I usually do, go to the bookshop sh and find myself in the self-help aisle. <laughs> and I was there like, what's the next magic pill? How do I, how do I get myself out of this state I was in? And the, the, the title literally just sort of, I always joke it, like knocked me on the head. And it, it, it was like, stop thinking, start living. And I was like, oh my God, stop thinking, please God, if I could just stop thinking. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I grabbed the book, I paid for it, just about made it to the gate. I usually sleep on the long haul and I just read this book cover to cover mm -hmm. and it was incredible. And it was basically, it laid out the principles, but I think back then it was still called innate health or something. And, and it, he wasn't, it wasn't very clear to me that there was actually this understanding and there's a whole community. And I just thought, oh, this guy has some really great ways of looking at life. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that was my first exposure. Then in 2015, I was doing a coaching um, class with, and Steve Chandler came on and he started talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, I've heard this before. Yeah. And again, I don't know if you know Steve Chandler. He, you know, he studied with Dick and Bettinger, but he doesn't refer to the principles either. Yeah. So 2016 was when I came across it again. And the third time was a charm. <laughs> Actually, this whole, you know, understanding and this group of people. And I, um, yeah, I, I just, I immediately went and hung out with the Pranskys and, um, thought get as close to the source as possible so I meant I was a mentee of theirs and um yeah so that's pretty much it that's how I came across it I love some George and Linda Pransky for <laughs> I love them so dearly mm. oh man so you you start coming into it you start seeing your way out of personally your own codependent situations you were saying your words not mine your marriage was falling apart and since when did it click, though, that this was going to be the way you were going about doing business? Because, I mean, you've been a, on radio. You Like, when did this sit in for you? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I had I trained to be a coach back in 2006. 
um, in different modalities. I went to a, a place called University of Santa Monica and I did their spiritual masters in spiritual psychology. I'd always been around and heard that, you know, um, we're all spiritual beings, we're all equal. And I was like, yeah, but you don't know me. <laughs> you know, I'm broken. <laughs> I'm broken, exactly. I have a story to prove I'm broken. And, and you know, the, and I felt like I had all the evidence, but um, it was something, that I, I think it was just how it was articulated through the principles. You know, it wasn't anything new, but it was, I heard it in a different way. You know, because that's obviously, I mean, I've been on a spiritual path since I was 20. I had Buddhism and Kabbalah and everything. So there were similarities to what Sid was pointing to, but there was a simplicity. Actually, my son calls it Buddhism for dummies. So <laughs> I love, but there was a simplicity and I really saw it very differently. I really saw that, oh my God, I'm not, because the foundation of um, codependency is that you feel you know, low self-esteem, you're broken, you're damaged, you're less than. So when I really saw that, oh my God, I am like everybody else. You know, we all emanate from that same spiritual energy. Nobody is less than or more than another human being. We all show up in our little human suits slightly differently. And thank God, otherwise it'd be really boring. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd, and so what happened when I first got into the principles, I remember talking to George and he was like, you know, um, you can teach this to anybody. And I sort of threw the baby out with the bathwater a bit. I, because I had been coaching people in codependency and narcissistic abuse before that. And so I let that go for like the first year or so. And then people were sort of coming out of the woodwork saying to me, I heard that you used to coach this. And I'd be like, yeah, but it's the principles. We don't talk about personality disorders. <laughs> And then it dawned on me, I was like, what am I doing? This was what absolutely saved my life. Why am I sort of adhering to this sort yeah. of rule that I've made up myself or, or, or sensed? Um, so I just really, it was only about two or three years ago that I really came out and said, you know what, this absolutely, um, I don't know if saved my life would is a too strong a word, but it gave me a, a, a different quality of life, a massive, massive jumping quality of life. And I thought I'd be foolish not to share this with people who are struggling. So that's. Uh, I was just you know. hearing that earlier, how I and I used the term save my life um, because or second chance at life, which second chance at the experience of life. Uh, one where love and joy and, and empathy and things like that will, will govern my decision base. I've dealt with the hatred, the this and that. I've let that govern and I saw what that life did and I didn't really like it. So waking up to the principles gave me a second chance at enjoying the years I do have this human experience. You know, So I, I love the way you, you put that, though, because I do know that feeling of why wouldn't I? Like, what else is there to do but share this? Yeah, uh, exactly. And if, and as I said, it's, it's just, you know, if, if by using terms, because I still get some people say to me, ah, you shouldn't be using those terms. And I'm like, you know what? My, I want to reach people that would never have heard about the principles otherwise. And if they can identify with the suffering that you, from codependency or narcissistic abuse, and I can show them another way so they're not just stuck in that, cycle of feeling like a victim and broken and they're going to keep having the same relationships again and again 
often people are afraid to ever even be in another relationship after they've come out of one of those. They're like, I, it's something wrong with me. I can't do relationships. I, you know, I don't want to risk it again. But when I show them that no way, that's, that's not the way it has to be at all. And, um, and even more, you know what? I, I personally believe we're, we're meant to love. We're meant to be in relationship with each other. It's sharing our love. We're not meant to just hide out in the world and protect our hearts. <laughs> I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I, I, I do think we're meant to express the love. And you touched on some, the having studied everything, what coming to the principles just finally took the cake on, oh no, that's it. Um, For sure. So even after the breakup of my marriage, I was still going to therapy every week, spending an awful lot of money. I'd already been to therapy for many, many years. And I would go into therapy and go, how could they do that? How? I mean, I just couldn't get my head around, you know, what had happened. Yeah. And, and what, when I, when I really saw the principles and I understood separate realities, I just let it go. I was like, I don't even need to get in their head. I don't need to understand it. They had thinking in their little thought-created bubble that they live in that, that you know, they, they acted upon. That's it, beginning and end. It wasn't, I didn't have to understand it to make peace with it. So that was a huge thing for me. I just, I really, and then also I really got to see that um, as much as things looked very much to me like it was an outside in, it was my interpretation and what I made it mean that was causing me the suffering not the circumstances, not the behaviors. It really truly was what I made it mean about me. And um, I could have made it mean anything about me. I just yeah. to make it mean that I was worthless and you know this whole story of, of what was wrong with me and why it happened and things like that. So that was massive for me was seeing, as I say, um, seeing that I was equal to everybody else was massive. Seeing separate realities was massive seeing that I wasn't my thinking, all that thinking of I'm less than, I'm not good enough, you know, if I'd been good enough, I just was like, oh my God, that's just energy moving through me. It's just <laughs> those thoughts that anybody could have. I just, for some reason, grabbed onto a few of them and believed uh, it. Took them very serious, huh? <laughs> I took them very seriously. And, um, and, you know, it's like once, and Linda, I, I, this is my favorite, thing about Linda when I first started working with her I remember sharing her with her some of my insecurities and as you know Linda she has this really comical way about her and she sort of looked at me very quizzically and she sort of went well, why do you believe that stuff I was like well why wouldn't I it's like yeah. <laughs> it's telling me about me and she was like oh no that's just nonsense she goes when I get one of those thoughts I just look at it and go are you helpful and then I just let it go through me and I just thought, oh, my God, I've spent my whole life trying to change my thinking so I could feel better. And what I saw in that moment was I don't have to change my thinking. I just have to not take it so seriously because it's not true. So that was massive for me, too. Um, those, I think, were some of the biggest um, insights I had. And, you know, and it's so funny, I, I had taken the Myers-Briggs years and years ago where, you know, I was an introvert and I was, you know, what all the things that they tell you you are. And I took another one about 
about three or four years ago, three years ago, and it was a work-related thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, the Myers-Briggs. And I did it again. And I came out as an extrovert. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. Yeah. They say, no, these things never change. And I was like, no, it changed for me. I, cause I, because I, I changed the way I obviously saw life in a different way. I started showing up very differently. So yeah. from being insecure and shy and hiding, as you said, I started doing a radio show. I yeah. <laughs> engagements. I, you know, teach courses. I love my one-on-one coaching and, um, yeah, I show up to life completely differently. Yeah. Well, talk to me about that then. That's a great segue. You set it up perfectly for me. Uh, I have had the pleasure of coming down to the station and being on Insightful Conversations. And uh, yeah, I've loved it since you started it. I, I mean, it was just like a cool production. I felt like, oh, man, look at here, look at here, you know. Uh, how did that come about? Oh, my God, that came about. Um, what first of all started in 2015, somebody invited me onto a, a, a radio show and I was like, oh, no, not me. I can't do that and <laughs> at, at University of Santa Monica. And I went back in the rooms and a voice was saying, why do you always say no? Why do you always just like play small, play small, go back out there at the next break and say, I'll do it. And I, I don't know what propelled me. So I did. And that's like I said, that's when I sort of heard Steve Chandler talking about the principles. And so I was like, something inside me stirred. So I went back out. I said, I'll do it. And then I did that show on this other woman's show. And then she was like, oh, you should you should have your own show with this other woman. And so I did that for about two or three years. And then I just realized that I didn't we would always be interviewing people about you know, wellness and, and, and mental health and all these different things. And my heart just wasn't into it anymore. I was like, no, I just want the principles. I just want to soak in the principles. Uh, and so I said to my partner, I said, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go off and do my own show. And I just want to interview three principles people. And that ran for, um, let me think now. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think how over two years I think it was yeah it was well over two years and um and then I just in the summer I just got this hit that maybe something new was coming through so I sort of went on hiatus from it it's it's I'm doing some reruns right now and um I'm waiting for the next thing to strike me where I'm going <laughs> okay okay conversations and some things in the works and I may go back to it. I don't know yet, but there's so many other, like your uh, podcast, there's so many other amazing podcasts out there right now. It's just like, you know, let somebody else interview all the three P people. I actually think, I I, I really do believe um, you were part of a source of inspiration when I was coming up to this, because I just like the variety of guests in which you have. Mm -hmm. the, just the, just the de like detailing all the different experiences. Yeah. Like I did take that away from the episodes that I got that I, I knew when I did something, I wanted that feel mm, where, yeah. you know, I wanted that feel. So most definitely, maybe you'll be the first daytime 3P uh, TV show. You know, <laughs> you got Ellen, then Dale, then Oprah, like daytime TV, uh, you know. Um, so in waiting on in waiting on something new, something fresh, what does a normal day look like now? Wow. Well, um, 
I have to say COVID was, COVID was intense for me. I was going 100 miles an hour 24-7. And I decided in the summer, I just felt like I, 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 and it wasn't out of, I must, I should, I ought. It was just this inspiration just kept coming forward. And it was like, do this, do that. And I was like, really? Okay, then. (laughs) It was like, you know, so, but I was very, very busy. And um, so I slowed down just a little bit. I I shouldn't say I slowed down a little bit. I I just published, I was a published author last week. I'm one of many. Um, um, There was 25 uh, authors um, all contributed a chapter to a book called Self-Care, 25 Tools for Goddesses. And mine was you share a story and then you share the tools that helped you overcome whatever issue you had. And so I wrote a chapter about my life story and then I shared all the tools that I, you know, tools, but uh, the three principles basically and how it helped me. That was that. Then I have another book coming out in January. I'm another, it's another um, collaboration. And then hopefully sometime next year, my solo book will be out. So I've been doing a lot of writing I was doing a newsletter every week. I've slowed that down the last month too. I was like, you know, because they were just more, not important. Yeah, I would say um, prioritizing my writing time. But so my day looks like there's writing, there's coaching. Um, I love, love coaching. Um, And I love holding groups. I really do. I do, um, I do, it's called The Way Out of Codependency and Narcissistic Abuse. It's, usually about 10 people and I've run it seven times now and um, I love the group dynamic because often you know we we have blinders on but when we see something another per in another person sharing we're like oh my god oh wow and something you know you get your own insight from that so that's love that. pretty much what I've been doing I think okay I like that. And you've been dropping those, as we say, you've been dropping those bombs of wisdom the whole day. Uh, But I'm actually to reach back in the bag. All right. And pull one more wisdom ball out for me. All right. (laughs) So first, I just want you to let everybody know where they can find you. um, Mm -hmm. If they want to take any of the courses or if they want to connect, hear more about, you know, what you're doing um, and things like that, where and then kind of your last appeal to the community. If there was something um, that you were going to, you know, put the Dale stamp on and stand on, mm. uh, what would it be? <laughs> okay, well, first, we'll start with the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> My website is dellagjones.com. That's the easiest way to find me, even though it's a little old and outdated, but you can find me there. I would, you know, what I would really say is that, um, what well, yeah, just not believe these thoughts. I mean, it's almost like I always say I I gathered a few of these thoughts together and I created this sort of persona I call Dell, and then just sort of left it alone. <laughs> just believed that was me, and I think coming across the principles really showed me that we are absolute infinite potential, and we truly can be anything we want to be. I mean, we're not set in stone at all our personalities are are fluid they're just I mean every second that we could show up as a different person I mean depending on who we're talking to where we are in life but I think we forget that and I think that's um 
just a really wonderful thing to play with. I was such a serious child. I was so, I didn't, I had a very, I was not a happy child. I had a very dysfunctional childhood. Um, so it's, it's like now I feel like, you know, the world is somewhere to play in, to have fun, to fall flat on your face, to try things, to just um, embrace everything that life has to offer instead of playing safe. I want to see myself skidding into that grave going, well, that was a hell of a ride, <laughs> rather than crawling there going, oh, God, I got here safely. Thank goodness. <laughs> I truly hope you enjoyed that that episode. I really did. But I figured maybe I honestly should read you a little bit about Dale. Uh, so here I am putting it at the end. Um, so for all my faithful listeners who who listen all the way through, I love you. Thank you. And here's a little bit about Dale. So she is a principles practitioner, a YouTuber, and a blogger, and she's the founder of The Way Out of Codependency and Narcissistic Abuse. She's also the host of Insightful Conversations and the co-author of the book, 25 Tools for Goddesses. Thanks to her unconventional childhood growing up in the UK and her personal challenges, including a divorce and raising children as a single parent, her work is informed both by the empathy gained from real life experiences and her deeper studies of spirituality and psychology. Using her down to earth, relatable approach to coaching and her commitment to creating a safe space to explore the inside out understanding, she continues to serve a wide range of clients worldwide. Thank you so much again for listening to this episode. That was my friend Dale and, um, have the day you deserve. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.